0: While attending a demonstration in radiology, student Peter Parker was bitten by a spider which had accidentally been exposed to radioactive rays. Through a miracle of science, Peter soon found that he had gained the arachnid's powers and had, in effect, become a human spider. Stan Lee presents...
1: Spider-Man! Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size. seeds just like lookout. Here comes the Spider
0: Man. Welcome to Amazing Spider Man Classics, where every month I and some friends will be discussing every book, every guest appearance, and every cameo we can find of our favorite web slinger, The Amazing Spider Man. Are you tired of arguing over whether Ben Reilly should have taken over the webs? Do you grow weary of the brand new day with all of its controversy? Then return with us to the early days. Return with us to the classics. Amazing Spider-Man Classics at AmazingSpiderMan.Libson.com Life is a great big Wherever
1: there's a You'll find the Spider-Man 6-7W. Classified top secret subject is... Hey, kids, comics!
0: Comic books. An art form early alive. We can rebuild them. We have the technology. With digital downloads and bookstore penetration, which sounds a bit rude, we can make them better than they were before. Better. Stronger. Welcome back to Hey Kids Comics. I'm Andrew Leyland. And I'm not. Tex, (laughs) have you been rehearsing that? I have, for a long, long time. Oh dear God. Uh, We are your hosts on this audio journey into a primarily visual medium, i.e audio commentaries we've never done these before we did this but now we've done quite a few of them so we've done them before yeah so that's kind of redundant anyway this week we continue being hip deep in our couch potato season as we look at an episode of the spider-man television series from the 1970s the decade that style forgot Uh, This was another of the properties optioned by Marvel to television companies in the 1970s that led to the highly successful Incredible Hulk TV series and the not terribly successful Doctor Strange and Captain America TV movies that didn't become series. Yes, they did a Doctor Strange movie. Okay. Yes. Not terribly good. Uh, The Amazing Spider-Man falls somewhere in the middle of those in that it did actually get past its pilot episode and ran to a series. Developed for television by Dan Goodman and Charles Freese. so is that Fry's? Fries. Um, nice. The TV Spider-Man is an unusual hybrid of the comics and the then recent Electric Company shorts. The pilot episode, which I did watch yeah. in preparation for this, follows the comics in so much as student Peter Parker, here already a graduate student rather than a high school student, is bitten by a radioactive spider after an experiment in radioactivity goes slightly caca. He also lives with his Aunt May. However, here Peter is already trying to be a photographer for the Daily Bugle and the Spider-Man identity comes about when Peter is seen crawling a wall after foiling and mugging and Peter tries selling photos of the event. When trying to explain why he can't describe what the man looked like, Peter says it's because he was wearing a costume. Peter promptly heads home and makes web shooters and a suit. Just like that. Okay. Burly, any time at all, he fashions himself a web shooter and a costume. A costume that's actually a lot more faithful To the comics than the upcoming movie. Yeah. To be honest with you, Uh, and actually does look as ratty as a costume designed by a man with no innate costume designing abilities would do. I thought it does look like it was made by somebody in his basement, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Instead of this flashy, cool.
0: Yeah, that cost ten thousand dollars. Peter's reasons for fighting crime in the pilot are slightly nebulous, as Uncle Ben is nowhere to be seen. Not even mentioned. No, he's not even mentioned. There is no mention of Uncle Ben. The pilot starred Nicholas Hammond as Peter Parker and stuntman Fred as mainly the guy in the costume. Jonah Jameson and Robbie Robertson were seen at the bugle and Aunt May was seen briefly worrying about Peter but no other characters from the comics were seen. Michael Pataki was cast as Captain Parbera presumably his first name was Hannah. A police captain who works Spidey's beat and he would have made a much better Jamie Jonah Jameson than the guy that he did pick. For the series that followed, the producers jettisoned Robbie, recast Jonah with an actor who's even more miscast than the guy from the pilot, and Aunt May was quickly pensioned off, seen briefly in a couple of episodes after that, always played by a different actress, because Peter suddenly had his own apartment. The second season was retooled to give Peter a love interest. In the US, the show ran over two very sporadic seasons from April 1977 to July 1979 and lasted for 15 episodes, including a few two-parters. Over here, the show debuted in September of 1981, and if I'm remembering correctly, all 15 episodes were shown as one run. Marvel UK capitalised on the series by rebranding the weekly comic series Spider-Man TV Comic.
1: I wonder how long it took them to come up with that now. It it must have taken so long I reckon come on with a long time it's
0: got Spider-Man in it it's a comic and it's on TV and it's on TV so the comic's Mm. on TV yes so we'll call it TV comic genius Marvel UK you know Mm. doesn't get any better than that does it Spider-Man TV comic Uh, all the covers for a while they stopped commissioning art from British artists or using American covers and use stills from the series. That's cheating. Well, yeah, I suppose it may have attracted new readers, I suppose. Over here also, as was done with The Incredible Hulk, Book Rogers and Battlestar Galactica, a number of episodes were cut together to make three movies and released theatrically and then onto video. These were The Pilot, The Deadly Dust and The Chinese Web. Although the series has never been repeated in its entirety over here in the UK, these movies were dusted off by the BBC and given a few earrings in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, it's very much a product of its time, yeah. I think. But as a kid, it was fun seeing a real live-action Spider-Man. It's not aged very well. Um, no, but I'm sure we'll get into that yeah. as we go along. Quick shout-out to Matt Rathwell's Spider-Man TV series page. The Age of TV Heroes from Tomorrow's Press, and the Encyclopedia of TV Science Fiction by Roger Fulton, all of which are used in my research for this. I have actually put far too much research into this rather lacklustre television programme.
1: I thought you had to work for a living. I don't at the minute, I'm on
0: holiday. Vacation, for our American listeners. Anyway, the episode we have picked to view is Night of the Clones which aired in the U.S. on April 26, 1978, was written by John W. Block and directed by Lorenzo Lamas. who I'm sure was an actor, but whatever. Uh, unfortunately, it's nothing to do with the comic book clone saga, because okay. that would have been quite cool to do that yeah, as part well of five minutes worth of television.
1: Hey, what is cloning?
0: Well, it's a process in which body cells reproduce by division. It's a form of asexual reproduction. Oh. What? You know how we have two parents and get some of our personality from each one? Yeah. Cloning would produce offspring from just one parent, so there'd be only one personality.
1: You mean I could have a baby all by myself and it would be me? Hmm. Theoretically, yes. I don't think that's such a good idea. You
0: know something, Rita? Neither do I. This has not been officially released on DVD. In or any other country, I don't think. Uh, I've managed to get hold of these. It does have a spiffy little menu on it of the movie Spider-Man, kind of implying that you're going to get something a lot better than you are. And two episodes have been spliced together to make a 90-minute feature film, Night of the Clones and Escort to Danger. Um, My research has led me to the conclusion that this must be a DVD rip of a number of videos that were released on VHS of the series. Why they cut them together into a 90-minute movie instead of releasing them as separate episodes, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Anyway, if you have, by some fluke of nature, got a copy of this that I have, um, which came to me via the Internet Furry... We love the Internet. We love the Internet. I am pressing play now for Night of the Clones... Oh, screen aspect ratio's wrong. Never like it when the screen aspect ratio's wrong, do I? Bugs me. Bugs me. Put it in four by three. Quick recap in the opening credits of all the stuff that I've already told you about the pile episode. Student Peter Parker being bitten by a glowing spider. Agent Orange Spider. <laughs> Agent Orange Spider. That would actually make for a funnier episode. Yeah. I think he was bitten by Agent Orange. Um, oh, that look. was a Spider-Man. Picture, wasn't it? Captain Gimp. Why do you think he's Captain Gibb? Look at how I crawl up a wall. The wall crawling effects are actually quite good. My knees don't bend. For the time that it was done. What do you think of these opening credits, Michael? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you mean. Um, They are rather bland, aren't they? With some generic title music and a series of clips. Mostly from the pilot movie. And shots of New York. As if to say, look, we film in New York. When they don't. Um, this is nowhere near as good as the credits to similar time period shows such as the Incredible cost $6 million man. Uh, well, they're not even as good as Starsky and Your Heart to Heart, are they? No, to be honest with you. Um, the, these additional credits run over a stock shot of New York City, even though the series was shot in LA. Oh, Crash Zoom! Very popular in 70s television shows, where they just zoom in on a window, as if to say, we're here. They used to do that all the time in Starsky and Hoech, don't remember? They'd have a shot of the police precinct, so you could see the car in front of the building, and then it would zoom in on the door. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Uh, This opening scene is just plot exposition overload. All of the Bugle staff are being given a briefing by J. Jonah James. What did you think of him as J. Jonah James? Robert F. Simon
1: is the actor's there? I don't know. I thought he was a mirror or something. Oh, oh, that Trask dude. Trask? Oliver from Trask.
0: the X-Men movies. Bolivar, wasn't Oliver. it? Oliver. Bolivar. Trask. Look at
1: him. He's Bolivar Trask.
0: Yeah, he, he was woefully miscast in this. He's really not particularly good, to be honest with you. Um... All of the Bugle staff are in on this meeting, but only Jonah and Peter speak because they are series regulars and the budget of this show obviously wouldn't stretch to any other speaking parts. Everybody else buggers off. And Peter just sits there stirring at a picture. All the other actors leave without saying a word. They don't even talk to each other on the way out, do they?
1: They're not paid
0: that much. <laughs> you get paid more if you have a speaking part. Yeah. so they're obviously not paired to speak I don't
1: understand that well the budget of a fiver. I don't think you can spend that <laughs> many people
0: I don't know, but that went on the costume <laughs> yeah. uh, Peter and Jonah have a friendly chat what's wrong with that statement
1: he's being friendly
0: Peter and Jonah have a friendly chat that's just seven different kinds of wrong uh, the other series regular shows up Chip Fields uh, yeah, I presume that's the stage name as Jonah's secretary Rita Conway this bit's brilliant where Rita just what's cloning Peter <laughs> and then Peter has an incredibly long monologue where he explains to the audience what cloning is for
1: yeah, those, just for those people who didn't go to school yeah
0: those people who didn't go to school and don't have a clue um, why don't we just call her Betty Brand
1: because Marvel had the rights to that
0: Presumably they bought the rights to the whole thing,
1: Yeah. but
0: yeah, yes. they elected to only use Peter, Aunt May and Mary Jane and J. Jonah James and make stuff up. Um, I suppose if they'd called her Betty Brandt, it would have been an early example of colourblind casting, <laughs> to be honest. Are we going to Zoom? No, we're not going to Zoom. We're just going to show that this is some tedious meeting. Some more exposition follows. Like they said in the Muppet movie, it's exposition. It has to go somewhere. And they make some subtle comments on uh, cloning. We then see a bad guy. How do we know it's a bad guy in 70s TV shows, Michael?
1: Can't see his face. We
0: don't show his face. That's exactly right. Uh, We see his feet. We see his hands. We see the briefcase that he's carrying. um, And they spend... God! They spend an awful long time on this, don't they? Mm. An inordinate amount of time. Here establishing this shadowy dude, entering a lift and opening a briefcase and planting a bomb. And it's just painful, isn't it? TV really did move a lot slower in the 70s.
1: Maybe they just went, a guy playing a bomb? <laughs> yeah, maybe they just wrote that in the script and said, go for your life. And it's just... oh, TV
0: really did move a lot slower in the 70s, didn't it? Um, the incidental music's very generic. It's none of the awful, over-the-top playfulness of the Hulk, or the bombast of the Flash, or, or the Batman animated show... Oh now he's now he's doing some pottery. <laughs> I don't think that's the plastic explosive. Alright. But I, I could be wrong about that. Um believe it or not, this scene is still going on. Yeah. Um I can't help but think this show would have been much better if they'd changed the focus of the series to concentrate on Peter at college and have Harry Osborne in it and Murray Jane in it and mm. not as much superheroics. Basically make it like a college drama with Spider Man in it. A Spider Man sitcom. Well, maybe not a sitcom, but I think they could have afforded to do that. Mm. Whereas the budget strings on this show regularly show,
1: as do the strings holding Spider Man to world, to be honest with you. This scene is still going on. No wonder they had to splice two episodes together. This scene takes up an entire episode <laughs> alone.
0: Oh dear god. Morgan Furchild, pre-facelift, nose job and Botox, shows up. Um, probably best known for being in Dallas. She's had quite a long and successful career, given that she's a very
1: limited actress. Successful? Yeah. In shows like Dallas and Spider-Man?
0: Well, and she was Chandler's mum on Friends.
1: Oh,
0: okay. I suppose that counts as moderately successful. Uh, she's a very pretty woman, which presumably accounts for much of her success, given not much shakes in the acting department. She conveniently leaves just before two bland people in suits get into the lift that we've just spent 48 minutes <laughs> establishing has been wrong. It blows up. Oh, okay. cag. And I presume those two men fall to their death. Um, and we see that it's Dr. Moon, played by actor Lloyd Boschner, uh, who was Mer Hill in Batman, the animated series. Okay it all comes back to comic books doesn't it the episode tips its hand here by having we see who the bad guy is straight away but there's a little twist at the end yeah isn't there although Lloyd Boschner always did you see the microphone boom then no as he walked in the room it's in this scene all the way through you see the mic at the top of the screen keep watching the top of the screen it shows up quite a few times in this scene um, Lloyd Boshner normally plays the bad guys Morgan Fairchild, as I said got out of the lift before it blew up which means that we are subjected to more of her dodgy acting as the episode progresses and look 70s computers look at them that's the computer that I imagine Stephen Lacey has for 20 minute long box <laughs> when we were talking about the computers that's the one I think he has That big one though with bang bank and lots of flashing lights and debris what's it that's a big camera. That's a huge camera. In yeah, the 70s, we didn't have digital technology. To be honest with you. Um, it's very convenient that Peter knows Dr. Moon. Isn't it? Yeah. We have another long, very long, very tedious scene about cloning. Anyway, like I was saying, if, if, I, if they'd have made this... A college drama with Murray, Jane and Harry and Liz and all that, Flash Gordon and stuff. I think they could have actually pulled this off in the 70s. As it was. Flash Gordon, innit? Flash Gordon? Flash Thompson? <laughs> Flash Gordon. Um, I love the montage of the cloning plot process. And look at <laughs> <laughs> Lots of still shots. Look
1: at his eye.
0: Bowling. Look how shots Oh, <laughs> the people. Again! Does this not reek to you as the episode has come in under time?
1: Mm.
0: We need to pass this show
1: up to 48 minutes. That, the, the shape that took there was quite funny. Oh dear God. Now that, that it's that was a, a salamander. <laughs> There's even shots of actors
0: behind other actors. Like, a sperm. Like they did is They didn't, that same shot of Peter, that they didn't have enough footage of actors to put into this scene, she looks like. Well, we won't go into what it looks like she's doing. <laughs> See that one there?
1: Let's <laughs> just grab a frame of her. This is appallingly bad. Why is cloning that good? Um, uh, I-, I cloned in school.
0: Well, this was 1978. Cloning was. Oh, I like that frog. I yeah. do like that big frog. Keep your eye open, Boom Mike. Shows up at any minute. Um, and he's cloned a frog. Basically, we're all dead impressed. Ten to fifteen years from this, we would manage to clone a sheep, mm. Dolly the sheep. Were you alive for that? I don't
1: know.
0: Were you alive for Dolly the sheep? To be honest, very modest considering he's just brought up a lift. or oh, has he? Oh, did you see that twist coming? We've just ruined it for you, by the way. Cut to generic shot of the inside of a police car
1: and, a plot and, and some work. more
0: plot of the Expositional News Network <laughs> in full flow. Peter can't drive in the comics, can he? No. Because he's never bothered learning, has he?
1: When you need to and you can swim.
0: Well, there is that. Oh, Morgan Furchild. And the police, led by Captain Barbera, have a bad acting competition with so, him. So here, if, if you go into that elevator, then I, I'll go upstairs and I'll meet you there. Okay. I do like her Farrah Her. Yeah. Farah Fawcett has a lot to answer for in the hair department, especially when it comes to 70s television. I actually quite like Michael Pataka, who plays Captain Barbera. He's so over the top, he's actually quite enjoyable. Because everyone else seems to be playing this for real. Right, okay. How does his spider sense work in this? His eyes flash. His eyes flash red and blue. He gets 3D view. Which is quite convenient. So that we know it's something to do with his costume. But how does he work out this was foul play?
1: Spider
0: sense. And what is he taking a picture of, though? Captain Barbara's eye. Isn't that, though, destruction of private property? Yeah. Surely... Peter could sue Captain Barbera though for loss of earnings so his spider sense goes off again and in his spider sense he has stock footage vision <laughs> of the lift blowing up now in the comics the spider sense works off danger to Peter doesn't it Yeah. he's not in any danger though. that's not spider sense that's stock footage sense
1: maybe it works different in the TV show <laughs> like Annie Kaplan in that Hulk episode wow nice stealth moves <laughs> yeah,
0: I, do, I do love it I, the, I like the cheap and cheerfulness of the Spider-Man costume it looks like something you'd make of Halloween you can see the zips <laughs> down his gloves and if you look at the back though the suit's coming to bits mm. I do like the wall crawling effects clever use of the cable in the elevator shaft to hide the cables that he's climbing up it's um. It's a bomb. Yeah, I mean, we are actually seeing Spider-Man now. Captain Barbaro just happens to look in the elevator because Peter was too stupid to wait till he'd left for some reason. He gets to the top of the building and does some funny poses. Dance. Apparently a funny dancing. This wasn't Nicholas Hammond in the suit most of the time. Rather, actor Fred, what? Which is what Howard the Duck used to say, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, Peter crawls down the building instead of web swinging because web swinging is expensive, apparently, judging by how little he does it. And the fact that he's only got one web shooter. (laughs) Stock footage of New York. And then we're back at the Daily Bugle building where only three people are paid for speaking parts. It's like the Daily Planet in The Adventures of Superman. Mm. Where only Lois, Jimmy, Perry and Clark ever speak. So what do you make of this? Mm. What do you mean? You can't speak? i am mm. <laughs> not been paid enough money to speak. Uh, Peter gets chewed out here in this scene by Mr. Jameson for not taking photos of what he was actually asked to take photos of, but also for not taking photos of something that he then says he shouldn't have been sticking his neck into in the first place. Oh, contradictory J. Jonah Jameson. So they could do him, though. I'm sure they could do him, though, to be honest with you. This doesn't have any of the the playfulness or the soap opera of the comics. There's no mention of Peter having a life outside of being Spider-Man and taking photos for the Daily Bugle. He's the only guy in the building who does do his job, isn't he?
1: Mm. And then the, the others just don't get paid enough to do a job, even. They just kind of dwindle about and look like they're doing something. So
0: Peter, gets, so Peter takes the photos. Fiona yeah. presumably writes the paper and edits it. Yeah. And I mean, Rita, Betty Brandt by any other name, just answers the phones. Yeah. And so that's it. And they, together they put out a major
1: metropolitan newspaper. No, in this it's only one of those little school leaflet things. <laughs> Newsletter. <laughs>
0: The Daily News Letter Bugle.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Fair enough. Peter's just got invited to a costume ball. Who do you think he's going to go as?
1: Doctor Strange.
0: Yes, I thought that as well. What's really stupid about this subplot is he spends forever trying to figure out what to go to this costume ball house, doesn't he? Yeah. Instead of going, I oh, know I'll just go Spider-Man, problem solved.
1: I have a costume in my, in my house. That I made
0: myself. Yeah. I, ooh, I wonder what I could go to this costume ball house.
1: Um, I just
0: don't know. No, no. I can't think what to do. What looks good this time of month? Not jumpers with elbow patches <laughs> on. <laughs> There's a lot of brown and beige in this, isn't there? Yeah. Everything's brown and beige in the 70s. Well, Starsky didn't wear brown and beige. Meanwhile, back with Lloyd Boschner.
1: I uh, must do more evil deeds.
0: Why'd he locked himself in? So, uh, oh no, it's his office, sorry. Yeah. He's locked the door to his office. Where we are greeted with a twist in the tale. Turns out, Dr Moon has cloned himself. And his
1: other self... It's evil. <laughs> isn't, isn't cloning yourself or people illegal?
0: Well, presumably it's okay to clone frogs. Well, he's not told anyone that he's done this, has he? Mm. So it's not like he's been upfront and honest about it. Um, didn't they do this better in Star Trek? Yeah. I do love that line where, like, Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> really? Okay. Lloyd Bochner overacts quite well as Evil Doctor Moon. He should have had a goatee beard, shouldn't he?
1: Or One of those Chinese ones that just goes down, though. (laughs) A Fu Manchu beard! (laughs) I do like that idea.
0: Uh, Has he got him tied up on the bed,
1: though? (laughs) He likes that.
0: Well, maybe he does, I don't know. No, no, he's not getting strapped in, has he?
1: No. Evil
0: Doctor Moon snatched that syringe off nice Doctor Moon relatively easily, didn't he? Yeah. And then stabs him with it. He's very, very stupid, Dr. Moon. No wonder he's ever won this prize. That he wants to win. Zoom! We're in this window here! Not this one, no, that one. Yeah, go to the left. Peter's even wearing Betty's shoes! <laughs> Quality. What do you think Peter, Jonah would say about him using work phone for personal phone calls?
1: Uh, as long as he gets photos of it, it's all right. Yeah, as long as he gets photos of himself.
0: I do like that he wears socks over his Spider-Man costume, because the implication is here that he does wear that Spider-Man costume underneath his clothes, isn't it? Mm. Where does he keep the belt? Mm. Don't know. In his pockets.
1: Where does Superman keep his cape? Oh, he uses super compression to hide that. Oh, so. Well, it's well known. I don't know.
0: And he's really dead set. Who do I know who could sew a costume? But well, gee, Aunt May.
1: But you don't even need a Different I, Aunt May. I get it. The, that house, the, the house she lives in or oh, in the comics before it got destroyed it was designed on that. It looks exactly the same. Well, maybe it's quite an
0: authentic... I don't... Well, he lived in that house in Forest Hills long before this TV show. Fair enough. But it, does, it is quite a good representation of Aunt May's house. Which is presumably just on a back lot somewhere. From the, the Golden Girl's house or something like that. Um, this anime isn't as good as the one in the pilot episode. But you know. That's like saying dog poo tastes better than cat poo.
1: The ball's still pretty poo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she suggested though that Peter goes dressed as Frankenstein. It wouldn't be much funner if she said you should go as Superman. <laughs> that would have been very funny. Meanwhile, Doctor Moon's been evil.
1: Reading a newspaper, ooh, so evil.
0: He is, he's very, very, very evil. Are we not gonna get a crash zoom again? Although we're getting a 70 stock shot of uh, New York City?
1: I'm just gonna bluff her up instead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, her acting's already the bomb. I (laughs) was filming it already at night. Ooh, Dr. Moon. Does he remember Peter? No, he doesn't, because it was his clone that met him. Are you
1: paying attention there? Yes. That may be important. And, later, and he's right? not just the Tony Stark. Not just forgets people. For Tony, do you remember me? I certainly don't.
0: <laughs> no, he's not witty enough to be Robert Downey Jr. I like his big tie as well. His big '70s tie
1: very brown Oh
0: there goes his spider sense again showing him a man walking away from him and showing him that he's the guy who triggered the oh no I'm not having that you can't get two comic book fans or even two comic book writers in a room to agree on how spider man spider sense work but I'm pretty sure that it doesn't work like that he just sees somebody and it shows him pressing a, a button circumstantial evidence Look at that wallpaper. Ah, uh, the 70s. The dialogue's very expositional, plot-driven, isn't it? There's very little characterization in any of this. She's a terrible actress. Right, when you get to the end of this episode, does it explain that she's actually supposed to be foreign?
1: Because
0: all the way through watching this the first time before we recorded this, Oh, I was thinking, is she putting an accent on? If she
1: just has an accent like that. No, she doesn't.
0: Oh, okay I've seen her enough on the television shows to know that she doesn't have an accident like that. Um, it doesn't make much sense, does it? Says Wooden Morgan Wooden Child.
1: Right, with the music like this, I'm expecting this to go somewhere else. So, what do you say? It's just terrible. I'll make it up to you. <laughs> well, the music's not even that good 70s
0: porno tune, though, that the second season had, is it? It's just... The music to this was actually by Stu Phillips. Was it? Yeah, who did Battlestar Galactica <laughs> and Buck Rogers and the Fall Guy and they're all pretty good theme tunes and incidental scores. This is oh no, a- the police are after me. Dun, 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 dun. Do you think he just did it for a, a gag? Yeah. He just said you do the theme tune to this Spider Man show for us for a laugh. Okay. okay. I just get my Pornor friends around. Guys get the foot pedal. Right, okay. His spider set's here He's obviously been triggered by bad acting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a danger to him. Because what, what was that Spider-Sense trigger about? I'm is that just showing who's on the phone? <laughs> I suppose that could be useful if it was somebody you didn't want to talk to in the 70s, before they had digital displays. Send the guard on go down the service He's not much of a guard, <laughs> then, is he? Not really. This is not very good at all, is it? See, I can't even say, like, with the Flash, that there are other episodes of this that are better. because in preparation for this show I only watched the pilot and this I couldn't bring myself to watch the rest of them. That's a pretty good effect though. Mm. Camera pans up Spider-Man's clinging to a wall in the dark which is quite cool The best thing about this? Yeah, the wall crawling effects aren't awful for 1970s television They're not great, no but you've got to remember as well that the the stuntman is doing all this stuff for real There's no CG in any of this I do love that he stands on the end of the building and poses. <laughs> and this is fantastically cheap. Spider-Man's following somebody from one end of town to the other. How would he have done this in the comics? What is that all about? I don't know, he just He'd swing after the thing. He'd swing after the thing, wouldn't he? But Possibly no. land on the roof of the cab.
1: But given that we're in cheap TV land, he just prances across <laughs> rooftops and looks <laughs> around the sky.
0: Like a ballet dancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The man down there with no strides on. <laughs> oh, dear me. Morgan Furchell's bad acting ability. Is for an adequate description of her acting? Um. Or should she be Morgan Bad Child? Yeah, maybe. Yay, look at that! Spider-Man just running down the
1: street, and nobody cares. Are they going to whack out the spider buggy yet? No, I don't think they have the spider buggy in this. Well, I'm sick of prancing across no, he the just, house. <laughs> he just did his head tilt again.
0: <laughs> like a dog.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, the only, window, the only window with the light coming through, I suppose we go in there, are we? Yeah. Nice wall crawling effect again. A lot of these are stock footage from
0: the pilot as well, because the pilot top plays in the daytime. Mm. So they must have actually done... But there he doesn't look,
1: actually look like he's stuck to the wall, does he? No. It's like he's flying away. The funniest ones where he's not bending his legs, so he's like... <laughs> A big stiff wooden puppet.
0: Okay. Oh, this is very quality. How can she see him?
1: Because <laughs> we can't. Oh, he's a serenade. No, that was that was terrible, dude.
0: Meanwhile, Spider-Man still climbed up walls very, very slowly.
1: Because that's how fast things happen in 70s television. He's secretly muttering in his breath. Damn it, you can't move fast in this show. <laughs> My arm, oh, computer, let me hold you tight. Oh no, we're getting cock by Spider-Man. Oh, oh no, God. did spider just get shot? Yeah.
0: Because he looks like he's holding his boners oh, no, to talent.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: My baby's... <laughs> no more Spider-Kids. <laughs> I, 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 I do genuinely like his costume. Yeah. In a thrown-together-for-ten-cents-and-a-ball-of-wool kind of way.
1: Right, so he goes after the bad actor and not the actual yeah, bad guy. Yeah, he goes after the bad actress
0: and doesn't stick around to catch the bad guy. If he'd webbed the bad guy up there, this episode could have been finished now. But, but no, what oh. did we learn from The Flash?
1: That, that... The this lesson. episode
0: is only 25 minutes late in. Yeah. Thus, he can't catch the bad guy yet, because it's not the end of Act Two. Looks like he's wearing, like, girls' Pups. boots and that thing. yeah. Generic action chase music. Why is Spider Man running downstairs?
1: Because it's, it's cheaper instead of using his webs. Uh, webs cost money, we're on a tight budget here. <laughs> we're
0: on an exceptionally tight budget. We've got 50p left. That's the same shot of him. Yeah. Isn't it? From when he was on the rooftop and he did his little doggy head tilt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So is Nicholas Hammond actually in the costume now? Maybe. Or has he just dumped his voice (laughs) over later? Where does he keep his big (laughs) puffy hair? I don't know. His big 70s hair. He's just so useless, isn't he? Yeah. In this. Oh. And thus, a major plot point cometh.
1: Dr. Moon
0: has found some blood of Spider-Man. And he's mopped it up in his handkerchief. What, what do you think he's
1: it, going to do? What if it dries now on the way home? You can't put it on a finger anymore. Yeah, you can still get DNA from it. You really don't think they're paying attention to real science in this, do you? Well, there, must be some explanation. Well, there, is. there is some explanation. We walked in here and we fell into the trap because we were both what stupid. Hand? Don't worry about my hand. I got shot.
0: See, it does actually sound like Nicholas Hammond is under the mask, though, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Because the voice sounds muffled. Maybe they needed Nicholas Hammond for this bit because it's actual acting, as opposed to climbing up walls and swinging from helicopters. You say actual acting. Well, I don't think he was that bad, given what he had to work
1: with. It's not like he was given a lot to do, is it? How the hell did he break that from throwing a punch like that? He just whaps his hand out like that. Well, the
0: series was never consistent exactly a how strong Spider-Man was. I mean, here he doesn't seem to have any trouble breaking out of a bank vault. <coughs> the sound effects are nowhere near as good as the Bionic Man. Come along, Miss Bad Actress. Everybody knows that you're a bad actress. What's going on with these eyepieces?
1: Well, I don't know.
0: Are they just sunglasses? Oh no, because they look like...
1: Those crappy-ass flashy plastic glasses that I cut me be Yeah,
0: and cheese graters. They look like cheese graters, don't they? What yeah. I wonder if he can actually see through that?
1: What's he just standing there for? Yeah, they are cheese graters but it hurts like hell for him to blink. Oh. Maybe he can't see through the mask,
0: I don't know. I've just peed it out of any other clothes no he seems to wear the same jacket pants tie and shirt combo all the time
1: I don't have enough for money for clothes
0: you know Spider-Man crashing through that window was quite good and that's about as dynamic as the show gets it was point blank range and he only managed to shoot him in the arm and even then he only grazed him uh, you know given all the plot exhibition about cloning you can you can see where this is I actually don't mind this bit because I like Michael Pataki um, in the comics the clone saga was a long and complicated story that led up to Gwen. well it was overly complicated in the story led to Gwen Stacy being alive and then not really and Peter being confused crash zoom we're in this window here and then Peter hits a very and then Peter hitting Mary Jane and being confused as she was a clone. and It was 70s soap opera Marvel. The proper clone saga, not yeah. the Mary Jane one that you're thinking of. That's the 90s one. That's what um,
1: thinking
0: of. You're thinking of the follow-up in the 90s, which was a mixture of 90s comics at the best and 90s comics at the very worst. Which one are you on about? That? I'm on about the original 70s clone saga. Right. Where so the Jackal brought Gwen back as a clone. There was three? No,
1: there was two. Where are the Ultimate Spider-Man? Oh, we don't count Ultimate Universe. Okay. I, I, I honestly gonna disagree with you and say I like the Ultimate Clone Saga. Well, I didn't dislike the Ultimate Clone
0: Saga, but that wasn't out. Well, I suppose the 90s one wasn't out when this was made, was it? Mm. Um, the 90s one just became overly complicated and convoluted and drawn out. Neither of them is as dull or as drawn out as this. We're, what, 30 odd minutes here. Into a 48-minute TV show, which means Act Two has come to its end and Act Three is beginning. And what we was actually foreshadowed 10 minutes ago—we're finally going to get another Spider-Man, and it's been dragged out. Do you think they just couldn't afford the um, is, uh, the dual effects yeah. of having two
1: Peter hey, Parkers? Uh, look at me, like there's a hand stuck up my ass. I am like a wooden puppet. Are you saying that Morgan Furchild is not a very good actress? No, I was saying that like, dude is a bad actor. Dude though looks like he's had plastic surgery. He, he's nice. a puppet. There's some dude behind him with his hand up his back. <laughs> it's not up his back. Well, um, I have to say some expositional plot things, uh, yes. Spider-Man is chasing after Dr. Moon. Moon is bad guy. if built on logic, Captain. <laughs> it is illogical. So I'm a scientist
0: know. too, because I, I whipped up a web shooter in three minutes. Take that, Sam Raimi. <laughs> I think the reason you passed him
1: by might explain how he was able to be in two places. Them, Has he been, been to I that fancy in party yet? No. That's coming up. That's the humorous, humorous tag at the <laughs> end. end. All right. The part just go, yes, but... Uh, We'll know about it when it happens. <laughs> okay. oh, have a jolly good laugh.
0: See the problem with this, it's not even really bad enough to laugh at. It's just very, very bland. Bah. I like his face
1: though.
0: <laughs> Hi, sir. There we go, we're we'll zooming on another building. Meanwhile, Doctor Moon is still cloning. It didn't take him this long to clone that bloody frog. Well, it's different sizes and more organs and such. So he stood in the same place all
1: night. Mm. Not moved. He's that dedicated and so evil. (laughs) He's that dedicated to his evil, evil plan. Anyone less evil would have gone out for a takeaway now, but he's so evil he has to watch it all. He has to stand over and watch
0: his clone grow.
1: It's like my baby.
0: Yeah. Yes, just be patient. Like we are watching this. <laughs> Is, that you? Is that your commentary on the episode? Yeah. Oh, that just I was up late last night. Oh, foreshadowing. Oh no, that's giving the writers too much credit. That isn't it? Why does he say bugger off, kid? I don't want you butting in. Go away. You bug somebody else. It's like that private detective with the flash, isn't it? Yeah. What part of go away do you not understand? Meanwhile, back with Peter Parker. Note, Nicholas Hammond has blue eyes. Okay. Note that. That will come in useful later. Um, Dr. Moon's gone back to Steve Lacey's. Twenty-minute-long box computers, and he's pressing some buttons, and lights are flashing, and tape wheels are whirring, and yes, we will, won't we? But it'll take another four hundred eight minutes to actually do it, as we have another long, and protracted, and very, very
1: tedious montage. Wait, wait, wait! For the baby to grow like that, wouldn't you need? Cloned sperm and the cloned egg. Oh. Instead of just a blood sample. No, the kids
0: have brown eyes. No, they all, all painted as well. Whereas Nicholas Hammond has blue eyes. No, they're probably just kids from the production staff, one would have thought.
1: I just told you to go away. What are you doing here? Mr. Parker list.
0: What
1: list? <laughs> Stock footage of New York. Here, take this blue plastic bag put it over to your the Raleigh, Raleigh. you. You're Ben Riley, Get out. He does have different clothes. You know,
0: I know no fashion, no, he's not, no. He has jackets with elbow patches on them. Yeah, that's just shocking. Uh, like the Flash a few weeks ago, this is a good idea, but it's terribly executed. In the Flash, they could have just done a simple rewrite and have Captain Cole not want to get involved and then the Flash caption him. And then get involved after being captured, and you could have rewritten two or three pages of that, and that story would have made much more sense. Here, we should have started with there already being two Spider-Men. That would have been a much better hook, wouldn't it?
1: And then go back.
0: Yeah, or start like that old issue of Spider-Man that started Spider-Man robbing a bank, oh, yeah. and start it like that, and have two Spider-Men from the beginning. And this is just Peter having to then investigate why there's another Spider-Man. And not being able to say why he knows Spider-Man's innocent would have been a
1: much better story than this drawn-out, tedious mess. Is he going to go under the name of Ben Ryler?
0: That would be cool. (laughs) If he changed his name to Ben Ryler. (laughs) No, he's he's not,
1: Uh unfortunately. Look at me as I do my infamous grab onto ledges climbing.
0: No. Stock footage, that was stock footage from the pilot in climbing up the wall, though. I can open the window, oh there we go, breaking it, that always works. How come the clone knows how to read and write and talk straight away? And walk. And how come the clone knows exactly what age to grow to? I, I don't
1: know. It'd take normal time for it to grow as well. God yeah, and this episode's long enough as it is, isn't it? 48 minutes. Right, this is not breaking an entry, dude.
0: This is breaking an entry, yes, but as we've seen from other television shows, we don't seem to care about
1: breaking an entry. Mm, that, that law wasn't created yet.
0: No, <laughs> I didn't care about that. I <laughs> do, I am quite fond of the cheesy, cheesy, cheap and cheerfulness of the costume. I really
1: am. I like it better than Andrew Garfield's. I quite like that, it's grown on me. Is it? Uh, Except for it's, it's so tight sucks. you wouldn't want to get your first... Uh, no. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't like Mary Jane that much, eh? Oh, no, Mary Jane's not in this one, isn't she? No, it's square.
0: Square and stairs. Badoing. <laughs> so have they broke into Peter's apartment
1: here? Is it breaking in if he's clones with him? Well... Technically it's just Peter Parker going in his apartment. Well, yes. I suppose you're right, though. But what do they have the key and stuff from? Yeah, well, so that's not breaking an entrance if you have a key, and is it? He clone that too.
0: Yeah, they cloned whatever was in his pockets.
1: No, they, they would have taken another five minutes to explain that. If he's in a building with a super,
0: I suppose he could have gone to him and said, Oh, I'm such a dope. I yeah. forgot my key. Can you let me into my apartment? And he would have had no reason not to. How does he know that though as well? But that's... Well, he seems... That's what I'm saying to you. He seems to know everything that Peter knows up to this point. The cloning process is very smart. If Peter's out in his Spider-Man costume... Yeah. How come he, he must have two web shooters then? Why does he never wear one? Because um, they've just made a point here of saying he wears his belt with all his web cartridges in, but he only wears one web shooter. Yeah. As
1: you
0: say, a piece of cake. Oh, as those young people say, a piece <laughs> of cake. Do they really? Meanwhile, back with Abney who's made him an Errol Flynn costume I thought he was going as Frankenstein I thought he was too what's wrong with Spider-Man though couldn't find a Frankenstein costume in the costume factory could be not. is that not him basically saying this is actually crap I don't want to go as Errol Flynn <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, I'm
0: going to take my clothes off in front of you <laughs> Before he was that big, she didn't get him anything, did she know? She uh, let him wander around with a nappy on. Oh,
1: uh, on a big sword. He's alright. In that costume, he's already got one of those. Well, I was just a good job he
0: didn't take his clothes off in front of our mail, otherwise should would have seen his big sword. That is not bad. No, it's not bad at all, Peter. I'm very impressed by Aunt May's ability to cook up a costume that quickly, despite the fact you already have one. Although I will admit him ripping his pants on his ass is quite funny.
1: <laughs> Are they going to do one of those crappy-ass Action Man Spider-Man toys, who's dressed up like that, but he's got a Spider-Man mask Seems on? underneath. A uh, Captain Action. Yeah. He's wearing tighty-whities, which is quite funny.
0: You are, you thick bastard. <laughs> God damn. did we point this out to you 22 minutes ago? You've got a perfect costume. God, Peter's not very bright, is he? Canada. Blame Canada. There was a UK flag there as well.
1: He's <laughs> not care about that. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Holy the costume ball... No, this is not a costume. Seriously, i buried burned my face.
0: <laughs> Call an ambulance.
1: David Bowie scripts it now.
0: <laughs> you would know. Do you see that cop there okay. who went as a cop? <laughs> what has Rita gone as? don't know. Somebody wearing a stupid hat. That hovers above her head. Yes, hangs above her head. Maybe she's gone to somebody who's going to a royal wedding. They wear stupid hats. You look beautiful, Rita. Although well, I would have been lying with that hat. <laughs> it looks like one of those palp things that they carry around with the hors d'oeuvres on. Yeah. That's just it off her head and <laughs> the waiter uses it. How oh, did you know that was Peter? Did I miss that? See, the cop, those comes a cop. That's ingenious. Yeah. That's almost as cool as Spider-Man coming as <laughs> Spider-Man, isn't it? And look, a fat Spider-Man. What a fashion disaster. No, <laughs> 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 Fat Spider-Man been able to make a cool costume just like Peter I wonder if it took him as long wow well, three Spider-Man. although his costume's crap because mm. it really does look like the front of the mask is just going to fall off at any minute <laughs> doesn't it yeah wow has <gasps> he not just give away who he is Spider-Man's there with a camera Peter's a photographer <laughs> she knows Peter Parker She now knows Spider-Man carries a camera with him. Mm. She's that dull of an actress, so no one will listen to her. (laughs) That's giving the writers too much credit, isn't it? (coughs) Oh, there you go, she's using Rita's hat to serve the drinks. (coughs) All these extras at the party are talking without actually saying anything so they don't have to pay them. How does that mask work, then? Peter's in the bathroom. So does he have to pull it back over his head? Yeah. So, all oh right, yeah, so the back connects. Right, that's why it looked like it was ripping off earlier on. Yeah. It must just be Velcroed. And this is well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that episode of Star Trek where there was two cats and Kirks. And neither of them look like each other. Why if he's a clone of spider-man right does he have spider-man spider powers Should do. why does he need a gun then
1: because
0: <laughs> he's a bad guy oh right okay 70 zoom right now at the moment we know which one's which don't we yeah because one of them's got a belt on with his web cartridges on How do you think they're going to get around that in a minute? You take the belt off. Oh, you know. But will they do it in a really convincing way? Is it just going to slide off? It's just... Have you watched this? Yeah. There you go. Belt fell off. This is quite, quite terrible. Oh, we're getting a nice extended fight scene now between Spider-Man and Spider-Man. Where they conveniently make their way up to a rooftop. (laughs) Where they both run across a rooftop and fight each other in a very generic TV way oh he's going to strangle him wonder how they did this with two stuntmen I'm afraid what I have to play both parts I mean, done oh ones. there's your web shooting for today you're not going to get another one of them in this episode he
1: used the last week <laughs>
0: Spider-Man's thickest picture <laughs> and then he just electrocutes himself <laughs> and disappeared in a puff of smoke Oh, dear V. See, now, this really is like the Clone Saga in the 70s. We don't know which one's just died. The clone. Right, okay. Where did this come from? Um, Was this seeded earlier on in the episode that the clones degenerate after a while? No. I didn't think it was. And all of a sudden, he just starts melting like the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm melting! Oh, the Joker in Batman. Because oh, this is just... Do you know the writers looked at the time and went, Oh, we've got to wrap this episode up. <laughs> All the footage of the clone and take our episode away, guys. Oh, dear. So after this brief and unspectacular battle, the clone of Doctor Moon degenerates for no readily explained reason. Given the amount of Exposition... That they've dropped in this episode. You'd have thought they'd have mentioned clone degeneration in the script somewhere. Holy crap, he's turning into an old woman. He's turning into a very bad He turned into false
1: face from the Batman TV show. Falseface always says the exact opposite of what he means. <laughs> the opposite of girl is boy. I suppose having them
0: seed that would have shown that the writers have some knowledge about to structure a script. Which based on the evidence of this, the writers of this show don't have. <laughs> Barbara thinks that Fatty Spider-Man, who ate all the flies? <laughs> and look, look at the front of that mask. Do you think the front of that mask is going to get pulled off? <laughs> you damn dirty ape. <coughs> oh, comedy gold. Oh God, comedy episode, where we don't care what happened to the other guy. Alright, oh, well this goes straight into the next episode, which is called Escort into Danger. So there are no actual end credits to this, unfortunately, unless I fast forward through the whole show pretty quick. Escort into danger has Harold Sakata in it. Was that, was that just thingy from from Goldfinger? Yeah, I was gonna
1: say that. Does he have a hat that he throws?
0: Yeah, he has the hat that he throws. Um, final analysis of the Spider-Man television series as seen by you, Michael. I thought it was pretty pants. It was pretty pants, wasn't it? Yeah. In fact, pants have a use. (laughs) That was... It wasn't even bad enough to rip the mick out of, although we seem to have managed it for 55 minutes.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. It was one of those Christmas jumpers that you get and you may use one, but then you put in a closet. Yeah, well, like I said, yeah. I watched the
0: pilot and I watched that one and I haven't felt any, any real need to watch anymore. I think this perhaps is one that would have been best left in my eight year old memory yeah well so far we're not doing terribly well are we we're only we're batting two for two we've had two pretty good ones the batman animated series stuff and the incredible hulk Mm -hmm. and two mediocre ones with the flash and spider man although
1: the flash was much better than that yeah come on and even that was quite pants too well mm, whatever
0: all right well okay that's couch potato for this week next week is the last one We'll be looking at two, count them, two Two. episodes of The Adventures of Superman from 1951 and 1953. I think those episodes were made. Uh, We're doing Panic in the Sky and The Stolen Costume. I quite like planning in the Sky. Excellent. But we'll talk about that next time. Okay. See ya! Bye. Hey Kids Comics is a The Devil Will Find Work for Idle Hands to Do production. All music used in the show is copyright by their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Michael and Andrew make no money from this. They do it simply for fun.
1: And because they have too much spare time. Ah.
0: The opinions of Michael and Andrew expressed in this show are the opinions of Michael and Andrew and nobody else. We can be emailed on hey comics at virginmedia.com and our website is ww.haykidscomics.webspace dot virginmedia.com. You can friend us on Facebook by going to Hey Kids, all one name, comics, all one name. And now it's time to pick up our bottomless brown bag. Don an ill-advised polyester shirt and beige bell-bottoms and hitchhike down the loneliest road we can find, all the while trying to find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within. You be good to yourself, my friends.